0: Tonight's podcast and Facebook live video uh, is about value. Like I said before, I am going to try to turn on this video too. (sighs) It's a whole production, y'all. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is why I like to just keep it simple and do my podcast because it's so much going on. Like you gotta click this and add this and talk to this person and talk to this thing right here. It's so much talking and adding and everything like that. And I just want to be able to log in and, and record my podcast and publish it. So if you don't get an opportunity to actually watch this entire video today, it will be on podcast. It will be on the Let's Hill podcast um available tomorrow. The shirts let thick thighs save lives will also be available at midnight but like i said before when you share this video you also will be uh entered into a drawing to get a free t-shirt one of these and a free let's heal bracelet so make sure you share the video and we will jump right into this thing here so value like i said before um So I like to start with definitions because I like to make sure that I am edutaining. So I'm educating and entertaining all at the same time. I'm edutaining people um, because I can be a little animated sometimes. And one of my friends told me that um, I talk with my eyes, which I didn't realize until she told me. And now I'm like, damn, I do talk with my eyes. But value is one's judgment of what is important in life. So what I plan to do tonight is go based on some examples and try to tap into that and then go from there um <laughs> uh, so tonight some of the examples that we're going to talk about is dependability loyalty open-mindedness honesty motivation optimism and respect um and there's a lot it was a long list of when i was looking up values and i kind of just tapped into those few that I want to talk about and we'll go down and we'll talk about each of them. So at any point anytime make sure that you if you have any questions, I don't know how to read these questions or see who's asking what. Like my mom was just saying hey and I didn't see that until I got done with until I got done Recording or until I press in, when I didn't realize that it actually was recording at the same time. So, um, make sure that you um, talk down there. Okay, I see you right here. Hey, David. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mandrell. Man, um, I thank you. I appreciate you. I've been watching you. You know, it's people like you who I surround myself with or look to to be motivated by. Um, so, yeah. First, we'll talk about dependability and value. So, when you are Uh, no let's not do that sorry about that y'all dependability so the value of dependability um, me personally a lot of my experiences a lot of things that I talk about on my podcast are based on my experiences so when I think about value and dependability I always tell people that if you have somebody say that you are stranded on the side of the road at three o'clock in the morning, and you know, without a shadow of a doubt, any question in your mind that this person is going to pick up the phone and they're going to come and pick you up no matter where you are, no matter what is going on. They may not want to get up out of the bed, but they're going to be there. That's what I define as value when it comes to dependability, because those are the people that you know, really got your back, you know, most of the time. And, and and you should have their back too because dependability goes both ways. You shouldn't be the only person giving, 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 and nobody else is, you know, and they're just there to take. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. Um Hey Roberta, how are you? So uh let me see if I can go into this. That's where that comes from. Uh, dependability. Loyalty. Uh, loyalty is somebody who. It's almost again with that accountability, that dependability. When you have somebody who is loyal to you, gosh, it's such a fine line because loyalty comes in so many different things. When it comes to friendship, you want somebody who's going to be able to tell you the truth about you, who's who's going to be able to come to you and talk to you and have conversations. You know, they come from a. I guess a positive standpoint. I guess a place where you can actually appreciate what they're talking about, and you know that they're not coming from a place of negativity, or they're not trying to hurt you, or they're not trying to badmouth you or tell you that something that, you know, one of your ideas is a bad idea, unless it really truly is a bad idea. Um, And that's okay because you understand that this person's loyalty comes from a positive place. So, Loyalty also is kind of equal with positivity. Um, And because people tell you things that you don't necessarily always want to hear, doesn't mean that it's not a positive thing or it comes from a positive place. So I connect loyalty to positivity, whether it's something that I want to hear or something that I need to hear, because there is a difference. People hear things a lot of times that they don't don't necessarily want to hear, but they may need to hear. And then you have the people around you that you have to be aware of who are like your amen choir. Those are not the people that you want to constantly say, that's my loyal. They're part of my loyalty group. That's <laughs> if somebody is always saying yes, yes, yes. And you got some people who you know, like have been in your corner. Like I have three best friends. One of my best friends, we've been best friends since, gosh, freshman year in high school. And it's almost our 20-year graduation high school reunion. So it's been like, gosh, 25 years, 25, 26 years. So shout out to Quintaya. Hey, boo. (laughs) Um, And then I have another best friend. We've been friends since I was 14 or 15 and he has seen me through a lot of things as a matter of fact he was at my younger brother's uh, funeral and he carried my brother's casket in his work uniform came straight from work and was there to carry the casket for my little brother this was 11 years ago now but we've been friends since i was 14 or 15 and then i have another best friend who we've been friends gosh 16 years I moved to Atlanta when I was 22 the first time and it was almost like we met because we met in college and we clicked instantly. We instantly became brothers and to this day, we have been acting like calling each other's brothers. I'm a part of his family. He's a part of my family. Um, and when we were in college, that's when Tyler Perry first started coming out. And that's when Brown was popular. So I became Brown because I was always the loud one, the one that <laughs> I don't really know why I became Brown for real, but they they still, to this day, call me Brown. Him, his family, his parents know me as Brown. I don't even think they know my whole real name. (laughs) They think my name is Brown. Yeah, but all three of them are loyal people. So if I ever need some sound advice or somebody who actually I can trust their opinion or they're going to tell me something that I'm doing wrong and help me step outside of myself because a lot of times that's what you need. You need somebody who's going to be able to bring you outside of yourself in order to make you look at the whole picture and then bring it back together because, you know, sometimes we need that reality check and sometimes we're not doing it good enough for ourselves. So those three people are... Friends who I would say are loyal to me. Now, when it comes to family, I I, the most loyal people like most families is my mother and my sister. You know, they're they're definitely my loyalty group when it comes to because, you know, we have each other's back like nobody else will have each other's back. We, we have that kind of situation, especially me and my sister, where it's like, I could be mad at her, but you can't. Because if you mad at her, then you mad at us. <laughs> so And it's the same way with my mama. So if you got a problem with my mama, even if I'm cool with you yesterday, you have a problem with my mama today, then we got a problem. So <laughs> you might not want to cross that path. That's my loyalty circle. And it's, it, hey, you see it consists of about five people. Now, there are some other people who I will talk to that I trust their opinions and loyalty and things like that. But those five people are my inner loyalty circle. So, you know, I appreciate y'all for that. I value like this podcast and Facebook lives title is value. I value y'all being a part of my life. So. Thank y'all. <laughs> the next um example is open-mindedness. And 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 this is big especially now in 2020 where you have a lot of people who are I guess talking about body positivity and that's why I wore as as a matter of fact I made this shirt you know I made the shirt because I won have thick thighs they ain't going nowhere even when I was 175 pounds 15 years ago the only thing that actually was there were my thighs they ain't going nowhere so um, I wore a body positive shirt because it's time that we realize that open mindedness is what helps us move forward in life because everybody's not meant to be like us and you're not meant to be like everybody else because if we were all alike how would we know what adventure was like how would we know what change is like and nothing is constant but change how would we know what growth is like how would we know I guess, how to move forward and who we're impacting or who we're leaving the legacy for. Because at this point, at a certain point in your life, you realize now you've always been leaving a legacy no matter how long you're on earth. From the day that you were born to the day that you die, you are here to leave a legacy. But at certain points in your life, it's a, just a certain point where it's like, okay, I realize that I'm leaving a legacy. So I need to be a little more open-minded about things. I need to be able to listen to and hear and understand That people are not like me. I'm not like other people. It helps you appreciate yourself and appreciate other people in order to grow and move forward. Because like I said, nothing is constant but change. And change is going to happen with or without you. Growth is going to happen with or without you. Healing is going to happen with or without you. So in order to, you know, do that effectively and positively, you have to go and look at the situation with an open mind. You have to be open minded about things. Um, like I said, in 2020, the body positivity movement is really big. Um, there's the LGBTQ community and positivity about that going on right now because we all understand that, yes, it's a long acronym, but we're all here. There's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of difference. There's a bunch of change. There's a bunch of growth. There's a bunch of healing. There's a bunch of conversations that are going on. And at the, at the root of it all, it's still all connected. It may be different, but it's the same. So um, open mindedness is extremely important with that and in that aspect. So open mindedness is is a big example and a part of value. Now, all of these things, all these examples that I'm giving of value, they're no better than the other. But I definitely wanted to point uh, to touch on. A few of these, you know, some some of the ones that we know, we understand, we actually put into play every day. You know, sometimes you don't even realize that you are being dependable or being loyal or having an open minded about or being, having an open mind about other people and, and their things and what's going on with them. But it's natural. It's happening. If you actually took an inventory and, and stepped back and saw what was going on, then you see I'm doing some of these things and you're creating value for yourself. You understand that you are those things. Um, the next example, I have my notes here, so y'all excuse me if I look down, look away from y'all. I usually just do this on podcasts, but honesty, now like I said before, you have those certain kind of people or certain situations where somebody's always telling you yes or telling you what you want to hear. Um Instead of telling you what you need to hear. So somebody who's always telling you what you want to hear is not necessarily always honest. But somebody who's telling you what you need to hear, and it may even hurt your feelings sometimes, but it's something that you need to hear. That's where the honesty comes from. That's where the growth comes from. That's where the realization that I am human. And it takes me back to a time when I was teaching aerobics classes and Uh, I would make mistakes, you know, something I would fumble, I would fall. I don't really remember like falling, falling, but I would trip or something like that. And I would always tell people, see, y'all, I'm human. So, you know, I don't want to be perfect. I don't want anybody to think of me as perfect. Like even when I was in People magazine and I remember telling one of my best friends, I need to step away from personal training, because I don't want to be known as Ty, the trainer, because that's what I became known as. Yes, it's a part of my legacy. I'm proud of it. I accomplished it. I can still tap into it at any moment at any time. I love teaching class, but I wanted people to see that there was more to me. And that group of people that I talked about with my loyalty were they had a huge impact on me Tapping into the new aspect of what I'm doing now, the podcast, the, the, the life coach, um, because I've been, you know, life coach just as long as I've been personal trainer and aerobic instructor. I just wasn't practicing because I didn't know how that looked or what that looked like because I was teaching and training and things like that. So it was always like, well, how does that work? And, you know, one of my friends, he was being honest with me and he said, Tyra, it's all wellness. He said it's all got to do with the mind and the body and it's all wellness and it's all you. It's all of what you're already doing when you stand in front of that classroom full of people and you're being honest with them. You know, when that that honesty is what helped my clients in the past lose their weight, gain the confidence and enjoy being able to look at work out differently. Because if somebody was doing something, you know, I could it, it got to a point when I was personal training. And I can look at a client and tell them what, I guess, nutrient they were eating too much of. Was it too much sugar? Was it too much, too many carbs? Was it, you know, not enough water? Things like that. And that's the honesty that people need to hear. You know, yes, it's good to be motivating. And that's coincidentally the next one, motivation, but we're talking about honesty right now. But they needed that honesty in order to understand that that change needed to happen. And if that change did not happen, they were coming to me with a defeated purpose already. You know, you come to me to be healthier. You come to me to, you know, lose weight and see, I'm not real big on weight. I need you to pay attention to your body fat. I just had the conversation with somebody before, maybe about a couple of days ago when I was at work. And we were talking about losing weight and he was like, oh, I see that you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight, but I lost a lot of of body fat. I learned more about body fat than the weight, because I think we have gotten programmed to think that weight is most important because you can look at somebody and you can see that let's say 200 pounds look this way and 200 pounds look this way. It's the same amount of weight. 200 pounds is 200 pounds and it can look two different ways. So back to the story. I had to be honest with these people. If you are trying to look this way or feel this way because when you start working out and living a healthier life, it's more about how you feel. The look is just a benefit. Like you look better. you Your clothes fit better. But you're feeling better. You're healthier. So we're gonna get to being healthy, you know. So honesty. Value the honesty. I, I don't want to get too far off, off topic off subject because I also don't want to have this poc- I mean this live. I don't like to watch somebody who's on live for like an hour. It's like what y'all talking about for an hour for real? Okay. Um. I don't want it to be too long. So honesty. Appreciate the honesty. If you got somebody who you can. Say that their honesty is something that you can listen to, believe in, understand and feel like they're not coming from a, a negative place that's trying to destroy you or tear you down. The no's are the honest people that you definitely need in your life. And like I said before, the next we're going down the list now, I'm trying to move it right along because we already like 20 minutes um, is motivation. Somebody who is motivated now. Me, like I feel, and I'm not sure what everybody feels or what everybody sees, but I feel like I kind of exude motivation. Whether it's me working out, whether it's me doing my podcast or my videos, I realize that my energy has to be right and my motivation is right for me first. Like I was at the eye doctor earlier today, and you know, she was like, Oh my God, your energy is so great and you're so positive, and you know, you have really nice eyes, lips, whatever she said. And I said, you know, I appreciate that. It's all about having appreciation because you definitely need to appreciate the compliments. But I told her, I said, the reason why I exude that is because I wake up every morning, most mornings. I'm not going to say every morning. But I wake up in the morning and I try to meditate and get my energy right first. So when I walk out in the door, I and I do this before I even open up Facebook or Instagram or anything else, I need to make sure that my energy is right first so that when I do open up those things, I can actually tap into And not be affected by that, because a lot of times, you know, at this point in time, everybody's so connected and so attached to their um, electronic devices that the first thing they do when they roll over is open up Facebook or Instagram or something like that. Now, you've already invited everybody else's energy in without getting your energy right. And I'm not going to lie, I used to be one of those people, but now it's like the phone, it sits on the other side of the bed, and I need to make sure when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I wake up and I meditate so that my energy is right, because you might open up Facebook and see that somebody has passed away, or you open up Facebook and you see somebody fighting again, or you open up Facebook and you see... You know, the stuff that's going on about the wars, you know, those are things that are negative that can affect your day. As soon as you open it up, if that's the first thing you're looking at when you get up, it's going to affect your day. And even when you're interacting with people outside of that, your day is already screwed up. And then you go out into the world and you actually interact with this stuff, too. So now what? No. So I don't even when I get up in the morning, I usually try to get my energy right first because my energy is the only energy on this planet that I can control. It's mine. So. I'm going to do what I have control over is control my energy. So I'm getting up. I am meditating. I make sure my energy is right. I make sure my energy is positive. I make sure my energy is motivating. Um, and I think I do a pretty good job at that. I have learned to appreciate me and what I have to offer. I appreciate me for the calling that is placed upon my life. And I am appreciative of being able to fulfill that journey now. And have been for years, you know, being a personal trainer, aerobic instructor, just looking back at some of the videos that I've posted about, you know, teaching classes again, I was like, well, damn, I was motivating outside of being in in really good shape. The energy, the clarity, the clarity that I spoke in, the understanding that. I had with people the the effective communication that I exuded with people because it wasn't about me just delivering a message. It was about me delivering a, a message and you understanding what that message was, even if it was squat. Not everybody knows how to do a right squat. It kills me when I go to the gym and you're standing there with a personal trainer and your squat is screwed up. I have to go to the gym and turn the personal trainer in me off all the time. And it pisses me off because you're paying this person to tear up your knees and they're not telling you these. They're not being honest with you. They're not being loyal to you. They're not being honest with you. And they can't be motivating to you because if something happens and you get hurt, what they're going to say? Keep working. Anyway, let me get off my soapbox about that. Next one is optimism. And that means Looking at life in the situations in life as the glass half full, you know, we have a lot of people who and, and I guess that's where the same misery loves company comes from, because those are pessimistic, pessimistic people, people who think that there's something wrong with them and something wrong with everything and everybody around them and everything happens to them. These are pessimistic people. Me, I'm an optimistic person because it's like, yeah, this happened, but. It could have been this way or this happened. So what are you supposed to learn from it so that we can get out of that? Because you got to look at things positively in order to appreciate the lesson that you're going to have. Nothing is constant, but change. Life is going to happen. I can't say that enough. And I think I probably said that in almost every single podcast that I've ever posted, that nothing is constant, but change. So since change is going to happen, and the only thing that you can control in that change is yourself and the way that you respond to it. It's time for you to look at those things a little bit more optimistic. Like, hey, you lost your job today. It's not the only job in the world, but it also taught you some things. So it, it should make you a little more marketable, whether it's the time that you've been there, the things you've learned from a place, or anything like that. Hell, if you get in a car accident and told your car, I survived. Yay! <laughs> There's the optimism that you need to look at. Um even with something that you know that we usually take for granted, my paternal grandmother was blind. She's passed away now, got rest her soul. But she was so optimistic like when you when you went to visit her, she could Tell who you were definitely by your voice. And you really didn't even have to say anything. It's almost like she could feel your presence and know who was there. It killed me. It, 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 it. I didn't know how she did it. Like whenever I would go over and visit with her and I would go with my sister or my mom or my dad or my other siblings. And it was something about the energy that she would feel. And she would say, is that Tyrell? <laughs> and I didn't know how she could do that. But it's because she would, She had one sense that was taken away from her, which heightened the other senses. And she was so positive. Her laugh was infectious. She laughed and it was the best laugh. I loved to hear my grandmother laugh. And then she also, you know, we, we take for granted the, the fact of being able to see and able to have the light. She couldn't see any of those things, but she could move around her place better than anybody else. And she kept it dark in there. You know, it was always dark. What she needed the light for. She knew where everything was. She knew how to get around. She knew when you walked in the room, she could feel the shift in the energy and just me watching those things and watching the way that she, you know, did what she did made me tap into my other senses and start appreciating the ability to be able to walk and the ability to be able to talk and the ability to be able to hear and the the ability to be able to to see. Because she, as, as long as I've been alive, I don't believe she's ever been able to see, but she never took her life for granted. She never once complained, or at least I never heard her complain about not being able to see. And if somebody came to us today and took that away from us, How many of you could actually say that I lost my vision today and I could still be optimistic about life? It would be hard to do. It's possible, but it would be hard to do. Somebody to come and take away something that you have depended on. Most of your life at this point. So. You got to be optimistic about that thing. You got to, you got to be able to say, yeah, I lost my vision, but guess what? I'm gonna be able to smell everything. I'm be able to hear everything. Taste everything in the energy. When you start paying attention to your energy, like your energy almost becomes your eyes. It's almost like watching the matrix. Like when they were in the matrix, they could never really see what was going on. But that energy showed them the shape of what was standing right in front of them. And that's what you got. You got to tune into life like you in the matrix. Now, I'm not really scientific like that, so I'm not going to go all off the deep end about the matrix. So I'm just using it as an as an example and an analogy for you to understand what it's like to actually be optimistic about the things that are going on around you. You know, life is going to happen. Change is constant. Healing is possible. Um, Last but not least on this list is respect. Now, the thing about respect and and I heard it, you know, growing up a whole lot where it's like, you know, you treat people how you want to be treated and you respect people and they should respect you back. Now, my expectation definitely comes in respect. But my trust, when it comes to people, trusting people, I don't put the difficult expectations in trusting people. I trust that you're going to be human. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have change of emotion. You're going to be happy. You're going to be sad. Excuse me. You're going to be, you know, wondering. You're going to be scared. Those are human emotions. So I trust you to be human. My expectation comes in respect so if you respect me you're not going to yell at me you're not going to do anything to put me in 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 a harmful situation you're not going to do anything to make me feel less than or try to tear me down because you are fulfilling my expectation of respect and if you're fulfilling my expectation of respect that means that I have no choice but to because I'm gonna respect you anyway Because I can control me and I don't let other people affect me the way that a lot of people may, you know, let people affect them. So I my expectation comes in respect. And that's why I put that, like I said, last but not least, because that is something that we all need to learn how to do when people are not like us, when they don't look like us, when they don't act like us. You still have to respect them because they're still people like even some of the the homeless people that I come across. Like I, you know, just working the job that I work right now, I've actually interacted with some of the smartest homeless people. And I've also seen people who did not respect this person as a human being, treat them like trash because they didn't have what you have or they didn't act the way that you acted, or they weren't dressed, or hell, they may not have even showered today, but they're still human beings, they're still people, they still deserve respect, just like you deserve respect, you know, you don't know what their situation is and you didn't even care to ask them, what's your situation, and I've come to find out that like, there are some people out there in this area who are homeless, who have master's degrees and had really good jobs and things like that that we have placed our value of life upon but respect 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 I'm not sure if anybody is commenting down there um hey Toya hey (laughs) Tanya. um I you know I this is my first Facebook live hopefully it Went very well. I only had that list right there. Um, then I have some other things that I just want to throw out there to just kind of help you listen to or, or ask yourself or kind of step outside of yourself and look for when it comes to choosing. The first one is what's the value of your friendships or relationships? So that means you can take a look at your. Relationships, your friendships, the way that you treat people and the way that you allow people to treat you, because I hear people say, well, you know, so-and-so treated so-and-so like this or so-and-so like that. And it's like, no, that person allowed them to treat them like that. It's just like when you get into a bad relationship and somebody is there treating the other person badly. They're yelling at them. They arguing with them. They fighting with them. They, you know. Basically have a completely negative outlook about this relationship. And my go-to always is that person is allowing that other person. Person A is allowing person B to treat them like trash. You're allowing that because the only person that you can uh, change or control in that situation is yourself. It is up to you to be able to say, I'm not putting up with this shit no more. I'm not dealing with you and your mess I'm not going to allow you. And and a lot of people have placed themselves and I, too, placed myself in a relationship where it was hard to get out. But I did because I was tired of allowing the bullshit to happen. And once you get to that point of being fed up and you stop allowing that to happen, guess what? Things change because nothing's constant but change. But you have to allow that to change. You have to stop allowing the negativity in. You have to allow those things. Um, next is doing your inventory. And what that means is learning how or taking the time to figure out your value. You must know what you have and how much of it you can offer without decreasing your value or depreciating your value like we all have something to offer situations that we come in contact with but you also have your giving given from a reservoir where it's like yeah i got this to give before i start feeling compromised or depreciated or less than and it's okay to give that because sometimes people need you to pour a little bit into them but don't go allowing people to plug into you and you already almost on empty <laughs> You ain't got nothing to give. You have to learn how to, you know, do your inventory and say, hey, this is what I got. This is what I can offer. This is where we cut it off. So, <laughs> but that, what happens is people give, 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 and people are going to take, take, take and before you know it, you have nothing and nobody to give to you and at a certain point, and then that's when the frustration happens, and then that's when the well, the expectation of people are supposed to treat you and show you the things that they did to you. That ain't true. I spoke about that in my my New Year's motivation about people treating people a certain kind of way and not expecting them to do the exact same for you. It's almost like um, loaning people money. I'm not a big fan of loaning people money, and it's very few people that I loan money to. But when I'm loaning money to people I don't go into it keeping a tab. Oh, I, I gave this person money. or oh, I gave that person money. I, and, and now they owe me money. You screwing yourself. Don't give if you ain't got to give. If you can't let it go, <laughs> don't give it in the first place. Um And it is, I mean, it, it takes me to a, a Personal situation where I am here in Atlanta um, and didn't have much family here at the time, and I went into went to the doctor for a checkup and then I had to go have an emergency surgery emergency surgery now <laughs> um, and I got there and Like I said, didn't have much family here, so my roommate at the time she came and got me because I, me being me, be being the independent person that I am, I went straight from the doctor's office to the hospital. I drove myself because I just knew I'm like I'm had the surgery, I'm gonna get to drive myself home. I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna chill out. Woke up and they was like, yeah, Mr. Starch, you're not gonna be able to drive yourself home, and I was like, oh shit, who? Who can I call? (laughs) So long story short, I ended up having to call my roommate at the time. She came and got me. She came and got me and my car and, you know, got us both back home. And long story even shorter, let's move ahead a couple months you know, later. She kind of threw that back in my face where it was like, well, I did this for you and, you know, your family and you didn't have anybody to come and get you. I did blah, 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 blah. And it's like, hmm. You weren't given from a reservoir. You were given from an empty place already. You were given from a place that you really didn't have to give. And if you didn't want to do it, the expectation was not in you coming to give me. It was just a question. You could have said no. And guess what? I would have been cool with you. But because you gave from an empty place, it became negative. And, now, and then it left a negative taste in my mouth. So I ain't got no choice but to listen to, listen to what you're saying. And the only person I can control in that situation is me. And I wasn't allowing that negativity back into me, back into my life, back into my energy. Absolutely not. Needless to say, we parted ways. I allowed and I accepted this person to leave my life and I wished her well. And I still to this day wish her well. I hope she is thriving and getting and having everything that she wants in life because that's what she deserves. That's what she's asking for that's you know what her energy is about um, let's see what else I got on here because we already almost at 40 minutes what else I got yes yeah, it says if someone else, if someone gets upset because you refuse to reduce yourself or lower your value to get to their level those are the kind of people and situations you need to allow to leave your life Now, what that looks like is when you start, you know, changing, that's that's that conversation. We've all heard that conversation. Oh, you're changing. You think you're this. You think you're that. And it's like, no, it's not that I think that you think that. And because I'm changing and my value is going up, you think that I'm changing because you can't keep up with my value. I'm my my value has appreciated and yours is still staying the same. You have the opportunity to appreciate as well but because you are content with being depreciated you can't appreciate my appreciation. Catch that y'all. Catch, catch it now. Keep up. Keep up because I know I lost some people in these words but these are words that we use all the time. Depreciation. Appreciation. Don't ever stoop to somebody else's level because they are telling you that you are changing when you are changing and you are growing. Growing is inevitable. Change is going to happen and is inevitable with or without you. So it's your job to appreciate that change. It's your job to appreciate that growth. It is your job to identify and accept your value. Because when you accept your value first, your interaction with people will change. It's supposed to change. It's going to change. And I've realized that I've noticed that as I've grown, as I've gotten older, my friends have changed. And even the ones who I still have like my best friends who I named um, in the beginning. We all have appreciated together. We all have grown in value. I mean, and and I don't like to really throw a whole lot of value on on those things, but educationally, as far as our jobs go, as far as our thinking goes, as far as our processes as an adult, we've all grown. <laughs> Everybody, my mom, my sister, Jason, Johnny Guentea, I we've all changed. So it kind of brings us full circle back to the beginning of this podcast where. The value and appreciation of good people and good things in your life is where happen, where growth happens and, and where change happens because nothing is constant but change. And I'm going to always say that. So until you start saying it back to me, I'm going to keep saying it. Nothing is constant but change. It's going to happen, y'all. Learn how to value yourself. Learn how to create value Learn how to accept value and you'll become valuable. Catch that too. Until next time, y'all, that was the Let's Heal Facebook Live podcast. Um, If you did not get an opportunity to watch the whole entire video, it will be published on Anchor uh, at Midnight. Also, like I said before, those who share the uh, this video will be entered into a drawing to receive a free T-shirt and a free Let's Heal bracelet. Um, and I will, as a matter of fact, I will I will draw two people out of there. So share this video, share this video, tag people in it, share, share, share. I feel like the message was very positive about value. I didn't say value of self or value of others. I just said value in general. Make yourself valuable. Accept your growth, accept your change. Until next time, everybody, that was Let's Heal. I'm Tyrell. Y'all are y'all. I appreciate y'all for being here. Let me know how this goes and how y'all like it because I might have to continue doing this. It was fun. I'm sitting here looking at myself, and it was fun. So, you know, hopefully I'll have some guests on here. But until next time, that was my time, y'all. I'm Tyrell. See y'all later. Bye.